the Bobcast Podcast Chatting about it, making you laugh Got the internet fired up, streaming fast From the lounge with the Ouija board, summoning the past Seeing the future, animated and creative Totally articulated, anytime you wanna hear it You can turn it on and play it ah! Oh my Bob, I cast a shadow from your speaker frame and monitor Got it going on at www.thebobcast.podbean.com Episode of content for you and yours, come on! Pass it along and send a link to your brother, to your cousin, to your mom Never, ever, 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 ever turn it off Ring the alarm up on the river with the spiff, light em up, get done uh, So bizarre, abstract fantasy brought to you by Bob What's up ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another Bobcast With you as always is Bob, sitting in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board Welcome back the one, the only, the Mater D of debauchery. Hey, what's up, Bobcast Nation? Michelangelo. How's everybody feeling today? We got a special announcement for you. Yeah, what's the announcement, buddy? In case you have been living under a digital rock lately, we got a little launch party coming up uh, live at the Grape Room Maniunk. That's right. It's a CD release party slash live Bobcast extravaganza. It's going to be the album launch party to end all album launch parties. And... Coincidentally, it's my birthday. That's right. October the 24th, 2014. The Grape Room in Maniunk were going on at 11 p.m. Get yourself early. Get, get there a little early. Have a drink. Say happy birthday to Chick here. It's have two be, drinks. Yeah, have two. Have three maybe, right? Get ready to launch. You know, 18 to launch, 21 to launch. You're going to have a good time all night long. Basically, what we have provided for you is an interactive, I guess digital entertainment experience in the real world we're bringing a podcast to a live audience if you ever listen to the bobcast you're going to come see how a bobcast is done you're going to be behind the scenes behind the green screen behind the glass window basically i mean like what we're going for is we want to shoot for the stratosphere with this one because i mean most imagine i guess imagine jimmy fallon putting on a show and being the band, being the guests, being the producer, being the cameraman. We're putting on a show for you, ladies and gentlemen. Guess what? The price of admission is... Nada! That's right, ladies and gentlemen. It's free. Free you for ain't all paying nothing. Bobcast listeners. I mean, what's the point of making money anymore? You know, like, how do you do it as an artist? Well, this is me saying, I guess, hey, come on down. Have a good time on my dime. Of course, I'm not going to buy any of your drinks, but I am going to provide... <laughs> You with entry at the door. We're going to have a great time. No cover, launch party, extravaganza, uh, interactive prizes, raffle ticket giveaways. It's going to be nuts, yo. If you want to have a good time, seriously, come to the Grape Room in Maniunk. Bring all your friends. Tell your cousin. Tell your brother. Tell your mom. And just ring the alarm. So wait, you're saying that there's going to be prizes? That's the word on the street. That is the word on the street, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to have prizes for you. And you know what? If you come dressed in a Halloween costume... We might just invite you on stage for the encore for a little dance. Yeah, tune up. Tune in. It's going to be great. We're going to get out of control. Uh, you know, it's just going to be a long night. And like I said, it's going to be my birthday. We're going to have the album launch party and just a whole lot of fun's going on. You're going to, uh, We haven't even mentioned the music. I mean, you're going to yeah, dance I mean, your, your, your you know, ass off here. All evening, you're going to be shaking it. Yeah, just getting it in, like bring friends and just get ready to have a good time. You know, there's no drama, no trauma, you know, there's no Ebola in the building. It's just on. It's launch and it's fabulous. Basically, you're going to be the rock stars this evening. That's Not right. us on stage. No. We're making you 
the ones that stand out. In fact, TMZ will be coming to your house the next morning saying, did you check out the live podcast event? Yeah, I'm just the mater D of debauchery. You are the true, you know, debaucherous ones. You're That's the right. one who's going to get it in, you know. The listeners, if yeah. you're out there. Our true fans, if you're out there, we love you. We want you to come support. We want to support you. We'll feature your products, your, you know, fun and games on our, on the Bobcast. And, uh, yeah, you know what? That's a good idea. I mean, matter of fact, if there's anybody out there who has a business or anything who wants me to plug it on stage, we can do that. And you know what? We'll, we'll negotiate a deal down the road. But this night, it's all about you, and it's F R E E. Free. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Free to launch, 21 to launch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, but man. yeah, we need you, the steady fellowship of listeners. Come on down, bring a friend, bring your family, all right? It's going to be great. It's October 24th, 2014, The Grape Room in Maniunk. Check out the Bobcast at .podbean.com. Also check out PocketDow, October 24th, the digital download. Guess what? That's also going to be on SoundCloud releasing that day. You, you got the launch. You asked for the launch. You got the launch. SoundCloud is going to be launched with the full album stream. Uh, we're going to give away information on how to download that at the show. We're going to keep you on your feet until then, on your toes. And guess what? Ring alarm, the price of that is free. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what's the point? What's the point? We just want to party. We just want to hang out with you. We yeah, we want to hang out time. with you. Exactly. You know, you know? we want to we bring you out and we want to experience something with you. It's never been done before. We want to have fun. We want to interact. We want to surprise. We want to terrify, maybe. Who knows? We want to make a haunted house in your vehicle ride home. Right. October is everybody's favorite month for a lot of different reasons. And, uh, you know, as being, being, the, being the flagship cusp Scorpio astrological sign, I'm here to just lead the parade of debauchery. What is it about the month of October that everyone likes so much? I mean, for me, I know, hands down, it's my uh, anniversary, one, and it's also Halloween. Hallow's Eve. For me, it's my birthday, man, and uh, Halloween as well. And just the fall changing of the leaves, the crisp, fresh love is in the air, you know? I could recall uh, several Halloweens growing up in Country Hocken. Mm. And Country definitely has a vibe at Halloween where, I mean, it's just, I mean, describe your experience. You lived uh, near Suckliff Park. It's getting a little spooky in here. It's getting mad as spooky up in here. Getting right spooky now. Uh, yeah, I remember a couple of Halloweens we trick-or-treated together. I was the crow, and you were... Clockwork Orange, uh, Straight Joker. menaces, and we got tons of candy, pillowcases full of it, and uh, time's done changed for the trick-or-treat. Exactly. Uh, Country had a haunted house, I think, on 10th Avenue or something. You'd walk in, there was a guy out front. Uh, that house has long been, you know, rented out to somebody else, but I remember that. Uh, Halloween. I remember one Halloween where I was six years old. I was actually thinking this this morning, right? I'm six years old and I'm like getting like uh, smarter and I'm starting to look at like signs and like information for like hidden inner meanings. So like I'm in the car with my parents, right? And it's like October 29th. And for some reason this year in my head, I thought that um, the apocalypse was going to go down. Like I was six years old and I, I learned about that and the Christian religion frightened mm -hmm. me. And I saw a street in country called Hollow Street. Yeah, I remember Hollow Street. Yeah, and when I saw this tree, I was like, sign says deliver, I'm yours. And like, <laughs> I thought the apocalypse was coming, dude. And I remember being so bummed out as a kid that the ground didn't open up and, you know, the devil came and all this stuff. Yeah. I, I was both relieved and just, you know, ecstatic at the fact that, you know, such things could exist. I don't know what it is about the macabre that I like so much, but I love Halloween. Tell, tell them what it's like up in here. What's it like in my house? Because things getting are getting mighty spooky. spooky. <laughs> it's great. I've been here for about three hours, and I still turn the corners and get spooked by these uh, 
props and uh, statues and. Oh, look across the street over oh. here. Across the way, we got <laughs> Big Al over there. Uh, how you doing? How you feeling? How's your ankles? <laughs> All he's saying is Vickersburg. Al, are you coming? Are you gonna come to the show October twenty fourth, two thousand fourteen, at the Grape Room? I got Joey the Bum in here. All right, we'll be over at 4 a.m. <laughs> All right, so yeah, that's special Big guest, Al. Big Al's Al. been on the, the Bobcast a couple times before doing some freestyle here at the Sam's 27th birthday episode, and he's just an all-around great guy. He's a great guy. Word is he's going to be doing a pig roast in the ladies' restroom at the grape room, so uh, bring your plates. <laughs> Watch out. <laughs> uh, we were talking about Halloween. Uh, yeah, things are mighty spooky up in here, but I tell you, there's nothing more spooky than your neighbor coming up to the window late at night. And you know how many times Big Al's done that? It's numerous times. I'll be here in the lounge, you know, zoning out into the world of podcasts. And uh, there he is, Bob. Bob. Dude, his voice is so deep. Bob. Bob. So uh, last night on uh, Fox was the show Gotham. Uh, we did a Gotham cast, uh, the previous, uh, I think it was episode 61. But yeah, we're going to talk about Gotham. Check, uh, what do you think of episode three? More and more into it as the days goes by. It's got to eat my words, my original words, saying I would never tune in. But, you know, uh, uh, with the second title being Selena Kyle, I had to see where that storyline went. And then uh, it was a great episode. But this episode really, with the city, with Gotham, just came so alive. I read a review online that kind of trashed that fact. But I love how just despicable Gotham is. I love how there's not one flower growing in that concrete. All around villainry everywhere, with the exception of this new vigilante that's emerged. You want to give us a little insight on this? Sure. I, I love the opening uh, of it, the balloon maker. And I was just like, what, dude? What an original, easy concept. And it's kind of terrifying, dude. If you think about it, some dude just comes up, hooks you, and the next thing you know, you're in a helium balloon going up into the stratosphere. Rocking the pig mask, you know. Just The pig mask was awesome, dude. That book, Cryptozoic Band by the comic book men, there's a pig man in that. And Shout out. Yeah, definitely. Shout out to all Pigman and the Cryptozoic Man. But- yeah, Kevin Smith, give me a call, huh? <laughs> but back to the opening. I love the fact that um, Penguins yeah, reemergence. Penguin, penguins, Penguins, great dude. He's, he's Penguins he's so best. emo, isn't he? Yeah, he's the best dude. I'm so glad there hasn't been any Penguin like uh, on the big screen since Devito. But like this new Penguin is so legit. How he stands yeah, there with fact, his feet. Yeah. I didn't really think feet. of that. There's never been a Penguin. Christopher Nolan never attempted that. Oh, but dude, the Penguin's the best now. He knifed that guy down just like in the cold blood of night. So he hobbles because in episode one he got clocked in the legs, right? Then they break his legs. Fish, she like had somebody break his leg, right? I don't know. I don't think he was hobbling in that first alley scene. Yeah, we'll have to go back into the files. But yeah, it's just a great show, man. Like uh, the the dynamics between... Um, Gordon and his partner are getting stronger. So, yo, yo, what's uh, Bollocks, uh, <laughs> and what's his real name? Bollocks. Uh, I don't know his real name. Steve Zahn? What, no, no, I don't Steve know. Zahn. Donald Long or something Don like that. Don Long. But his name's D-O-N-A-L, I think, which D-O-N-A-L. is such a strange, strange way to spell your name. Well, he's a Hollywood actor. You know, he, he can do what he wants. Out. Yeah, his role's pretty good. Yeah, the whole the whole show is just engaging. And it's like, you know, you're getting the hints of Batman growing up and this and that, but... You know, Batman's more of like a side dish, that show. Gotham is the true main character, and it's becoming more and more evident that that's what it is, and I love it. I love the, I love the city shots. It's just, it looks like it's hand-drawn. It looks like a comic book, just photorealized. And, uh, you know, I remember back in the day, the internet was saying how 
the creators of the show said they're making a better Gotham than anything that's ever been presented anywhere. And what you're getting is a blend of Tim Burton's gothic landscape and uh, Chris Nolan's futuristic cityscape, and it's just perfect. The colors are perfect. Yeah, the colors are great. I love the fact that you can wear a fedora and still feel like you're in 2014. Yeah, and look cool while you're doing it. And it's a great cool. show. Some of the characters besides uh, Detective Bullock also wear a fedora. I was like, okay, yeah. I like how the bull from uh, Dexter showed up. <coughs> Which one? Uh, on Hale. Uh, I don't know who he played. He's from Dexter? Yeah, he was like Dexter's uh, detective. That played what role? He's a lox. <laughs> He's a lox. He uh, he was in a green suit. He talked to the penguin about Arkham and... Oh, whatnot. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Maroney. That's Maroney? That's Maroney, yeah. Oh! See, I was a little out of it last night when I watched. I was, uh, let's well, just what say was his name with Dexter, though? Angel. It was Angel. Angel, Angel, Angel yeah. Angel. Yeah. He was great on that. Yeah. Dexter. But, um, yeah, Dexter, let's just real quickly just say worst ending ever in TV series history. What a disappointment. Yeah. Back to Gotham. Uh, I love Alfred, dude. I love yes. that sword fighting yes. scene. I was yes. like, yes, dude. Yes. Finally, there's an Alfred who has something more to say than Tisa. Yeah, dude. Like, he's I love ass, his grit. Dude. He's so gritty and grimy. And I, yeah. Everything the critics are saying about this show, I disagree with. I think it's awesome. I, yeah, I you know, I was really great. on the fence, but I think I'm on board. I mean, for me, the thing I really like about the show is that as a kid, I used to watch on uh, Channel 57 or 48, Batman 66. And I remember, like, thinking, yeah, I knew this was old, but it had s- such a, like, current type of feel to-, to it. And, like, every week I was, like, tuned in to the Batcat, you know, the Bat, <laughs> the Batcast, Batman. And, like, every episode kind of led into each other. And I love that Gotham has that feel, like the Balloon Man, the mention of the Doll Maker, who appears in Detective Comics number one when they relaunch the new 52, if you want to find out who he is, it's terrifying if they're going to do this on TV. DC Universe. <clears throat> I think they will. They're getting dark with it. I mean, the body's falling Let's on the stratosphere. get dark, lover. Yeah. Uh, Gotham is a hit in my book and probably in the eyes <clears throat> of Bobcast Nation. Definitely, yeah. Uh, I can't wait to see what they're going to do next. Uh, Penguin rising up like Scarface going into the Italian restaurant. Uh, here's something for the Bobcast listeners. Have you noticed that Penguin has two different types of makeup. When he's the Penguin, it's hipster, dirty, nose, slash, his teeth are a little bit more grittier. Really? But when he's as a... Uh, Chester? Yeah, as the dishwasher, like, he he looks like a normal human being, but he's wearing that hat and his hair is clean. Subtle. Yeah. It's decent, though. One I... character on the show I don't care for is Barbara. And the lesbian type of thing they got going on now. I was like, what is this all about? You Barbara know, like, Gordon? Barbara Gordon, yeah. No, here's the thing. Like, she used to be with the woman from Special Investigation. Right, she right, comes right. in. I got that. That plot, psh, that's yeah, got to go. That's got to go. I mean, I get that to hook people. And like, right. As a screenplay writer, wow, yeah, you're you're creative. Thanks. Thanks. Got to go, though. I could care. I mean. Could care about that. I want to know more about Batman stuff, you know? I do uh, love Barbara's wardrobe, though. Never wearing pants. Always just wearing a long shirt. Yeah, she's not a really good actress, though. Nah, I'm I just talking so. about the wardrobe here, kid. Wardrobes. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely. I liked how uh, the episode went on. You found out that the the one bully cop, you know, like uh, you thought he might be a recurring character, and then the balloon man gets him. Right. And that scene was great too, because they kind of like threw me for a loop. Like when the balloon man like first was about to put the harness on the guy, I thought for sure that you know would go right on, but no, that dude struck him down, and like it looked like he was going to beat him, and then of course the balloon man fools everybody, and. Um, hooks him again and that scene where he was like rising up it was it was awesome yeah and when they just like uh showed the pope flying up on the tv or whatever the cardinal or whatever it was and i love how 
the ending really just fuck opened your eyes, man. When when it didn't show you who the balloon man said his next victim was, and Gordon told his wife about it, and he's like, huh. "It doesn't matter." He said it didn't matter, mm-hmm. and he's right. And that was like, wow, like Gotham is just straight fiendery. It's just n- nobody gives it what about it, and that that's where that's how it's gonna be cool. Like with like leading into Arkham, they're gonna set up a place and blah blah blah. Well, yeah, they're making Arkham into like this like ominous type of gangster type of thing as well yeah it's great if you want to know about arkham there's a book uh arkham asylum by um oh it's gonna come to me i could always edit this oh yeah there's a that is written by that's written by uh, Grant Morrison. Grant Morrison's book is, uh, it defines uh, Arkham Asylum not only as a place, but the family that helped build it. Right, that's what they're getting into. No, no, but that's what they're getting into. You'd like that. I think I had that here. I'll let you borrow it. I do remember playing the first video game, Arkham Asylum. Oh, yeah, it's a scary idea that there's this place that you can go to and every single criminal mastermind is in there (laughs) who's bound to break out of the place. You know what I mean? So great. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. And like, yeah, I was just thinking, maybe maybe this is like some new kind of... uh, you know, uh, marketing technique where the, the critics are panning the show to get the fans to like it more or something. I, I don't know. Like, uh, it reminded me a little of, like, True Detective and how they cast Colin Firth and – or is it Firth? Colin? Colin Firth, yeah. And I'm not really too into that guy, but that kind of makes me want to watch it more because, like, I want to be wowed. I want to be stumped. I wasn't too impressed with True Detective's original marketing campaign because I thought it was just some run-of-the-mill cop drama on NBC. Uh, but like it turned out to be one of my favorite shows ever. So, um, Gotham is becoming a great show. Uh, True Detective is gonna probably be great. Vince yeah, what Vaughan. do you think about that casting? I love Vince Vaughn with all my heart, so mm-hmm. I'm fully invested. But like he I definitely said, needs to come back, dude. There's movies that he's done as of late. Um, the internship one was just terrible. Um, I kind of like that. You did? <laughs> oh, it's a feel good hit. Hey, I get it. It's a script for me as, as a screenwriter, but. Um, yeah, he's he's awesome. Like, did you ever see him in Psycho? Oh, yeah. He was yeah. awesome in that movie. Not many people talk about that. That's a Gus Van Zandt movie. Big shouts. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I can't wait for it. To, when's it going to come out? Like, next year? Oh, man. In our dreams. Everything's about waiting. We'll be 36 years old when the new Batman movie comes out, dude. Or you'll be 35. Uh, coincidentally, your birthday is October 24th at the Grape Room in Manny Young's Pocket oh, Dial. Let's give it up for the launch party. Live podcast. Yeah, speaking of which, uh, let's take a listen. Uh, so uh, check your back here in the lounge. Which track from Pocket Dial do you want to hear? Today I want to hear one of the Get Going, Gotta Get It Started anthems, uh, All the World Knows. Let's go. 
Welcome back to the Bobcast. Mickey had to go out and buy some shoes, but I got some special guests. We're here talking about Gotham, episode three. Uh, welcome to the Bobcast, uh, Ian Reed and Rockstar Rob from WMMR. Yes. Okay, so Good. boys, the, w- let's see. Let's flip a coin real quick. Ian, heads or tails? Uh, tails. All right, tails it is. What was your take on Gotham this Monday? Well, this last episode was probably the best one I've seen so far. <clears throat> I'm still really not too impressed. Uh, some of the characters starting to wear on me. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm true to the, you know, the, the Batman canon and some of the little things they add to it, you know, slowly irritated me. But, you know, again, you know, I, I, I watched it and I'm a huge Batman fan and, uh, and I'm going to keep giving another shot. Um, and uh, so far, this is the best one. So, Rob, you're also a really big Batman fan. Well, wh- what's your take on the series so far? We haven't heard from you yet. Um, honestly, I'm like, really... I'm really excited about this whole thing. Um, it's definitely um, taking a taking a, a piece of uh, history, you know, the the whole lore, Batman lore that we know, and it's peeling away the onion. So you get to see really what happened. We, you know, we really jump in comics. We 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 know Bruce Wayne's parents are killed. We know we know then he grows up goes away from Gotham and comes back as Batman. So the idea that this whole thing is just going to kind of peel the layers off of what actually went on, I mean, I think it's fantastic. And the characters, the way they're building them up, I, I, I just think it's amazing. Ian, what's your uh, favorite character uh, on the series? I guess Alfred, honestly, at this point, he's funny. Um, yeah, he is I, funny. I, I, I'm just, I'm, I'm just true to the whole story. I feel like, they, you know, the, they're taking their liberties. Um, some of the characters, you know, it's little things, again, little things just bother me. When, you know, when, when Selena Kyle says, call me cat and all that, I mean, come on. Um, they're just potholes, you know, but that's typical with a, 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 a show that's so young and, you know, you know, they're trying to build, you know, a different, different um, way of looking at the whole thing. And yes, taking their liberties would be one thing, but, I, you know, I agree with what Rob said, um, you know, leading up to what happens with Bruce Wayne when he leaves Gotham and comes back and becomes Batman. I'm interested in see what happens with that. Like, I think young Bruce Wayne is a good, a good character to, to, you know, like you were saying, peel away the layers of. And, uh, you know, hopefully it turns out a little better. You know, so far, I'm not quite buying it all. But, you know, it, just, it's going know. to get there, definitely. Uh, Rob, uh, who's your favorite character on the show? Well, it's not, um, it's not Alfred, although I like to take that, you know, this is definitely more of a military, um, kind of, you, you know, this, this Alfred was a soldier at some point, which is, which is definitely cool because he, he doesn't have the patience, I don't think, um, I think it's tough for him, um. But, you know, one thing you were, you guys were just saying about Catwoman, I mean, if you go back to the very intro of Catwoman in the Batman comics, she wasn't called Catwoman. She was actually called the Cat. So, I mean, in that, I think they're, 
they're trying they're trying to hold true to some things. Um, I, I you know what I I have to say Gordon is probably my favorite character, and 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 I think they're really playing on this bond between Gordon and Bruce Wayne, and I think in in it kind of makes it where where you know Batman trusts. Commissioner Gordon, but we never really knew why, of all people, he trusts him. Now we know, because there's a bond between them, and he respects him as a kid, so growing up, I mean, where we're going to see this go, I'm not sure, but he seems like Gordon's the only one he respects, so it would make sense that, you know, it's the one guy that Batman relies on in Gotham. So what did you guys think of uh, this week's uh, villain? The Balloon Maker. The Balloon Man? Yeah. <laughs> that was pretty funny, man. I actually liked that. Yeah, I actually... Uh, I was kind of hoping it was Professor Pig. <laughs> I, I thought it was uh, the pig from Cryptozoic Man. But um, yeah, I definitely enjoyed it. It was a really easy concept, and you know what I mean? Like, it, it is kind of scary to think that somebody could walk up and latch a balloon to you and send you up into, you know, outer space. Yeah, but how come they didn't realize that whatever comes up has to go down? I know, and right? All of a sudden, yeah. Like, and how did the balloon fall straight back down? Got the body, I mean, the body from the balloon. It, the show definitely does stuff though um, that surprises you. I, I mean, like, will there be ramifications of the woman that got swished? Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. That was wild. Yeah, and was she? We'll find out. Maybe, maybe some supervillain in in. In Batman mythos, we'll find out his mother was killed by a falling police officer, and that's why he turned to a life of crime. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so, uh, Rob, you have a vision as to uh, how you think they'll, they'll wrap up the series. Uh, you mentioned it to me the other day at the comic store at the mall. You want to run that by the Bobcast listeners one more time? I hope this show is stays on track and it can go forever, you know. But when they decide it's going to come to an end, I mean, because Bruce Wayne, they can make him grow up and he, and he leaves. I think it's about, since it's about Gotham, it can be going on, you know, while he's gone. You know, everything can still be happening. It doesn't have to revolve around him. But still, this whole thing is leading up to Batman. And so the very end of this show should be Bruce Wayne's return in the costume, and the very last line should be, I'm Batman. <laughs> Ian, what, what would be your vision for the end of the show? For the end of the show, hopefully we'll have another season and keep, you know, keep showing Bruce growing up, you know, uh, you know getting older. I think um, it'll definitely be know. renewed. It'll probably, be, it'll probably go five, six, seven seasons, you know, if it's popular, like The Walking I Dead. I hope so. I mean, I hope we get, I hope we get at least five seasons out of this. Definitely. I yeah. think we'll get five. Yeah. But how do you think yeah. it's going to end, Ian? I had a question, though. Fedora, yo. Uh, well, that's just my question. Uh, like, I, I'm trying to figure out like, what year is it supposed to be. 
You know, I, I I understand, Rob, uh, your vision, but I was thinking to myself the other night, the way I'd like to see it is like, okay, he'll, in the movies, the Christopher Nolan, you know, films, he goes away, he joins up with Ra's al Ghul and all this stuff. But what if, I mean, he stays in Gotham, he pretty much trains on his own in some of the older 70s books, and the last frame of the series is uh, Bruce in his study, and uh, there's a fire going, and he looks up, and the window's open, and a bat flies in, and it just cuts to black. He was a grown man, though, wasn't he? I mean, according to, you know, Batman, you know, one, he was a grown man at that point. And maybe you go back to, like, the, uh, no, that's not Tales of the Dark Knight. Um, it's, the one with the early 90s came out, the, um, the Dark Knight story. And showed his backstory. He's, like, traveling the world and learning from, like, shamans and stuff like that. Um, you know, and then... Who was that? Spilly Beers. Oh, tell Spilly Beers I said what's up here on the Bobcast, 8.45 p.m. in the evening. We're here with Rockstar Rob from WMMR and Ian Reed talking about Gotham. Fellas, uh, predictions for episode four. No, I, I'm here and it might be Scarecrow. Nah, really? That would be awesome. That would be awesome. You know, because we don't really know, you know, I mean, we don't really know how much older some of these characters are to Batman. So, like, is the Joker, like, 10 years older than Batman? Is the Penguin has got to be, what, like, 20 years? Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, Joker probably is. I don't know. My, my whole thing with Selena Kyle being, you know, she, she's a, probably what, 13 or 14 then? She's a couple she's years old. Same age as him. Is she? Because she looks older and she's a little more independent. Yeah, you know, she grew up in the streets and, yeah, you know, but she's, and she's we somehow got these, these uh, street smarts, you know, she can out, outsmart a detective and trap them in, in the sewer, you know. Pickpocket, uh, you know, can pick keys on the, pick a, pick a, uh, um, handcuffs, you know, that's, you know, the little things like that, man. Like, I'm not, I'm not even sure if she's supposed to be a teenager or not. Like, it doesn't seem like it's like she, because, yeah, I guess girls mature quicker than guys and boys. And I think she has, um, there's something about her looks. Like, sometimes, it, it won't, when you see her in her size, you know, you're like, okay, she's a kid. But sometimes when it's just a close-up on her face, she, she looks like she's an adult. Yeah, but I think it's just she has an older-looking face. That's yeah. I think that's all that is. Well, fellas, uh, we we know that we'll probably see the Joker in the future. We know that you know the Riddler's going to be involved. Any uh, you know Batman's uh, villains from the Rogue Gallery you'd like to see on the show? I, I want to see them deal with long before Robin ever you know comes in. I would love to see them deal with um, the guy who will ultimately kill. Um, Robin's parents, where he is in the mob. Do you mean Jason Todd or Dick Grayson? No, Tony. What is it? Tony Zuko or the guy who killed the the Graysons? I just depends on. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. about. Obviously, they killed on the trapeze. Somebody murdered them. Yeah. But in the movies, uh, it was uh, Two Face, right? I would love to see, you know that character developed to the point like so we could see him and 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 where that goes 
Hey, fellas, excuse me real quick. I have to cut in real real quick and uh, give a word from our sponsors. Please stand by. Yeah, yeah. The Great October 24th. The week before Halloween. Join Bob and the Bob Gas for the pocket dialogue experience. The price of admission is free. Is free. So, uh, fellas, uh, Rob, what were you saying? You want to see Zuko? I, I want to see the the, pe- the guy who killed, who will ultimately kill the um, the great flying Graysons. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's in the mob. So, who did he work for? Um, I'd like to see him, and I'd like to see them tie Hosh into it as well. Ian, what about you? I would like to see that. One useful thing about Cat, well, uh, about Tina Kyle, is that she witnessed the murder of, uh, of Bruce Wayne's cats. And I think that, you know, as they get older, I think it'd be really cool to see them reveal the killer as Joe Chill and kind of go you know, on maybe, you know, go from there. This is going to be later, later in, the, uh, in the show, obviously, it's going to be a couple seasons later. But I think, uh, I think seeing Joe Chill would be cool. Um, you know, exposing, exposing the, uh, the murder of, uh, of the Waynes. You know what character I'd really yeah, like I, to I, see? Uh, I don't know if they could ever pull it off. I guess they'd have to do CGI, but if they were crafty enough, Clayface. Oh, yeah. Clayface would be fucking awesome. Who knows? But we'll be tuned in to Gotham next week. Uh, I'd like to thank my guests, Ian and Rockstar Rob. From the mighty WMMR, this is Bob. Don't forget, October 24th, Pocket Dial, Bobcast, The Grape Room, Manny Unk, Free Admission. What else could you ask for? Yeah, come by. It's going to be a great time. I'm going to get you in through the door. We'll have drinks. We'll have fun. We'll laugh. It'll be a merry old good time. For now, I'm staring at that Ouija board.